All right, so fuck. We have to talk about this great idea we have. We use every week time dot is to determine when we all go live. Yeah. Time dot was. Time dot was. That is such a good, about. stupid fucking idea Folks, for a website. It's just a website that shows you what time it was one second ago. <laughs> That's amazing. This is our greatest idea yet. <laughs> it's. it's can we just find a way to live stream time.is on a one second delay and put a Dude. little sticker over the time.is in the top corner? There, <laughs> I'm sure they, that's doable. They dig through the, like, they dig through the, um, like, the coding. They're like, that's just our fucking website. There's a sticker Wait, over is exactly and it says was. <laughs> it's actually just masking tape. Somebody's actually recording this with, like, a Nokia cell phone. Yeah, let me view page source here. Yeah, I can yeah exactly. Just Oh man, that's <laughs> terrible. Just a second, a second behind. One second behind. Time was. It's like, oh shit! Oh, it was man, like what time was, was it? A second ago. Bro, do you remember a second ago? That was crazy, dude. Was, Can we have so time dot will be, but have it never properly load, so nobody knows. It's always under construction. Oh, that's interesting. Or have it only just, go up to a certain point and then stop. Just yeah. To fuck but, with did people. you see that there was like a meme that was like, uh, uh. It was just a picture of, like, a house with, like, a weird light coming from inside. And it was like, this meme will make sense on September 30th. Fuck. Like, fuck, I don't like this. All right. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm. With me, as always, is FilterCord, who has uh, 57.7 hours in Crusader Kings 3 already. God damn it, that's Came what you were doing Came out last Tuesday. Came out, or I guess two Tuesdays ago. Tuesday the 1st. How did uh, how did vacation impact that at all? Didn't. Didn't? It gave me more time. <laughs> Everybody's like, hey, we're going to um, go grab lunch. Uh, you want anything? I'm like, no. No. I had like a in vitro system set up to feed nutrients into me. It's like no, I'm just it's pretty cool. Just trying to kill my uh, my first nah, I, I gotta idiot. I gotta kill my niece, you know. <laughs> you just, you need to you need to wear a T-shirt that says "Ignore what I say." I play way too much Crusader Kings. That way, people don't question it when you just. Or it says uh, I've been to kill I've been niece. playing uh, I've been playing so much Crusader Kings that I have a scheme to kill my coworkers. Parody. <laughs> if you, you just need a shirt that just says parody. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. A shirt that just says uh, with, with quotes around it, parody. That's a good idea. Yeah. And and instead of making it an all black shirt with white writing, make it an all white shirt with black writing. Mm. Flip it. You gotta mm. flip them. Yeah. What if it's a white shirt with white writing? I don't know if that's gonna. Is that anything? Maybe. Does that have a, a strip? No, because it'll get mm. dirty eventually, and the two different kinds of white will get different kinds of dirty. Well, you can only tell if it's in the certain lighting. Yeah. I definitely don't like white shirts. I just no. it, it's it's risky. It's a risky color to have. You're gonna take a pasta hit for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, eat, I eat too many burritos. Yeah. Three to the chest. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's get this train a rolling here. Uh, we have uh, actually a few uh, a few games releasing this week, surprisingly. I feel like the last yeah, few weeks think, it's been uh, a little slower, but yep. So we're we're really starting to get into the season here, as we've 
I don't know. It seems like we anticipate every year. It's like, oh, you know, mid-September to end of the year is going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, at the end of August, uh, Madden is typically the beginning of release season. Yeah. And uh, that was a few weeks ago. And now we're smack in the middle of uh, the other games no one cares about season. Right. So, um, you know, as, as uh, we get deeper in, we're probably going to have more and more stuff. And we're still kind of determining, I guess, how we want to talk about remasters and games that are going to automatically up res to next gen um you know we'll, we'll be getting more details of that as we get kind of closer to that time period which we do know of one release date now but we'll get to that after we talk about games releasing starting on tuesday the 15th we're going to see e football pro evolution soccer 2021 anyone uh, else torque for this or uh, Konami is. They're making money off of it still. Bro, Konami still makes games that aren't slot machines. Yeah, they're actually... Well, this might be a slot machine, I guess. I don't know. PS4, Xbox, PC. The only competitor to FIFA. Should it exist? Probably, Probably not. <laughs> I, don't, I feel like it needs to, right? Like, yeah, yeah, uh, well, if it's actually, competition, yeah, it has to exist. Right. The real competition is obviously Super Mario Strikers. Yes. Well, that doesn't exist Which anymore, is not though. coming out. Yeah, it's very rare yeah. to see one of those. What is it, every, like, ten years they pop one out or whatever? I feel like they have a... It, more often, you're, you're going to get a Mario Tennis game than you are a Mario mm, Soccer game. It's, like, almost yearly. Good times. For the people Same that day. don't care about, you know, a football game. Um, yeah. A nice, fun exactly. one coming from a, from some... I honestly like saying these all of these names at the same time to sound really fun because Spelunky 2 coming to mm. PS4... Um, and uh, one of those studios there, who, who, who's putting that game out? Mossmouth. Yeah, Mossmouth and Blitworks. Too. That's just it, it's all really fun to say. It's all fun words. Yeah. Can you it just sounds say like things that are made up in Rick and Morty. Yeah, like Spelunky Two, brought to you by Mossmouth and Blitworks. Like say that. It's just fun. Mossmouth. Yeah. My uh, great aunt died of Mossmouth. Oh. Yeah. How old was she? Well, she wasn't great, so. Uh, Were you talking like uh, in Crusader Kings or? Yeah, I had. Her <laughs> I don't know what is real and what's not anymore with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when it's you and and killing family members, we just really don't know. I've I've had a lot of mysterious deaths in my family in real life. Too, Where's so. Shannon? Who? Anyways, uh... <laughs> I never I never ever got into Splunky, so no. I I have no. Uh... I remember it was huge. I, I killed time People with it back it. on my uh, like on my Vita for a while because I had it downloaded on there, and it was it was fun, casual to pick up. So I get it. There's definitely a crowd out there for it. It's a yeah. really fun kind of game to speed run. Um, it's really about learning the mechanics and, and how the game works to be able to exploit them in the best way possible, and that's all that kind of game is. Yeah. Friday yes. though, Friday Friday's, is the big day. Friday has a lot of stuff. Some Friday of gets good, to answer. Friday, we get to answer the age-old question. Mm-hmm. Can? Can it run Crisis Remastered? That's the highest graphical setting. It's just called Can It Run Crisis. Yeah. And it looks like the PS4, the Xbox One, and PC will be able to. Well, yeah. not at the highest setting. But yeah. My PC won't be able PC, to. Yeah. PC should, should be able to if you put a couple foul into it. Hmm. Oh, okay. Just a little, you know. Yeah, nothing. Spend your money. Sure. Ah, looks great though. Like I, I didn't get into Crisis like massively or originally or even throughout you know 
the time of you know the the ones that came mm. after the original crisis i think i played crisis two a little bit and three a little bit you know i didn't even really ever get into one um but it's a pretty game yeah, I was told it was amazing. Uh, our old boss used to try to talk me into playing it, and I was always, no, nah, I'm not a shooter guy, so I'm going to not. Yeah. But I'll give it to you. It's a beautiful game, and I probably... I, I might dabble in the remaster. I, sure. If I catch it on sale, I'll probably at least buy it. Who knows? Yeah, Crisis has definitely had a like a kind of a cool... like They were kind of early on on like, the super suit concept, I guess. Yeah. So, that's cool. For sure. I mean, the side-by-side -side comparison that we're looking at on the live stream, um, I mean, night and day. For real. Yeah, honestly, even looking at the old stuff, it's like, that really didn't look It looks look pretty good. Bad. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, the Especially original for the stuff time. Look, looks great. But, like, the thing that really gets me is the water. Yeah, the water, yeah, the, light, the light effects coming off the water. Like, there's... The shadows. I just saw some really cool shadow effects in the, in the scene. Like it's, it looks good. Yeah, it looks very pretty. For sure. Uh, same day coming out for uh, the Switch, of course, from Nintendo is that fabled Super Mario 3D All Stars that we talked about last week. Oh yes, yeah. and I cannot wait. Uh, my copy should be shipping soon. Um, Unfortunately, there are some website orders through some retailers getting canceled. Apparently, yeah, yeah because they ordered, they let people order too many of a game that we knew was going to be a limited run. Yeah, I'm hoping that does not happen to me. I don't think it will, depending on where we I think got you it would, from. Uh, yeah, I, I think you would know by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fig I figured they would have mentioned something like it's still one of those things like, oh hey you're here to pick up your game and we don't have it mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm really excited to play uh, Sunshine. Same. For sure. I'm really yeah, I think Sunshine play... is the, like, the clutch get out of that. For sure. I'm really excited to play all of it, though. I'm, I'm pumped. I can't wait. It's still, going back, Like I sat down for... Randomly, uh, I was out and about yesterday uh, you know, just doing like random errands, and uh, I was like, okay, cool, let's go to lunch. And as we were going, um, like, we got a phone call, and it was uh, Goody. You used to be on the show mm. with us. And he's yeah. like, hey, yeah, we were, you know, we just passed you. And they live in a completely different town. We were not even in the town we live in. We were somewhere completely different. Um, and he was going to, like, a hobby store over there. And he's like, yeah, I made the joke of, like, haha, look, there's Jay, like, su or Orange Subaru. Haha, that's funny. And then they're like, mm -hmm. holy, holy shit, hold on. Hold oh, on, that is, that is. Yeah. And we were like 40 minutes away from where we live, which is probably like equally 40 minutes away from where they live. Nice. So we went to lunch and we were um, talking about this. And he's like, why do they fucking hate Galaxy 2? And I was like, exactly. That's what we said Great last question. week. Why? What's the... What's with the hate? Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it's a hate thing. I really don't. Um, because, honestly, neither of the Galaxy games were bad. It's just that 2 did fix a lot of stuff that... that Well, 2 just made things better. So it's, mm. it's not that either of the Galaxies is bad. But realistically, though, I, I don't well, see them needing to put Galaxy... I feel like if they put yeah. both Galaxy games on there, people would have still bitched. 
because people would have bitched saying, oh, you still have to use the motion controls, you have to use individual Joy-Cons, this is stupid. And at that point, half the release you have to use individual Joy-Cons on. There's no winning in this one. Uh, I personally am really happy with this as it is. Sure. If it goes well enough, maybe we'll see Galaxy 2 become a, a, di- a digital download later on. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they have plans to release a second All-Stars game. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But we've already got, like at this point, like what else is there for 3D yeah. Mario? <laughs> well, like... the second one would just be Galaxy 2 and um, uh, what was the one with the hat? Oh, <laughs> yeah. It on the, the Switch already. Um, yeah, like I said, it's a Switch game. Odyssey's already yeah, out. Odyssey. So. Yeah. Odyssey. Yeah, that doesn't work. Maybe they're going to make Galaxy 3. I, I really think that since we know that the 3D All-Stars is a limited release, I, I think they're going to take it off of the eShop in March as the triple pack and release all the games individually. Individually. Yeah, Agreed. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And, and I, I could see that's that being play. a prime time, depending on how they see sales go through on it. Maybe get a yeah. balance of how sales go on the bundle, see how sales go on like an individual download for Galaxy, and then see if that's worth doing Galaxy 2. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because so, everyone... I could see everybody in the world bitching like crazy and then them finally doing Galaxy 2 and then no one fucking buying it. Right, right. right. I, like, I, I, do, I will say, you know, like, how about that release? Because Mario is something that I like, but I don't like a lot of it, like, all at once. Like, I don't think right. a yearly released Mario is the good move. And I feel like, you know, we haven't had something so Mario-heavy since uh, since Odyssey. So I, I'm looking at this and I'm like, yeah, I'm really ready to play all of this. Whereas, and being a 35th you know, anniversary thing's huge too. So like, there's a purpose behind it, and I like that too. Yeah. Um, I like that Nintendo celebrates their IPs. Um, yeah. Like they don't. It's they do it in a way that's not necessarily like just to milk it for money. They really do it as like, this is awesome, dude. Check it out. This is Mario, and here's this new Mario thing. And it's not a whole, do this and give us money because it's Mario. It's just like, we love this, guys. Check it out. And right. enough people love it that it's automatically going to get money. They don't have to do it for money. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely interesting. Um, like I said, I think I think Sunshine's probably the biggest get out of this. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe they're like kind of running this to see... Like, hey, what kind of 3D Mario stuff are people into? Maybe this is, like, a yeah. tester for a future 3D Mario game they're thinking about. Also, like, how much of the Mario love... Like, everyone's freaking out about Galaxy 2 versus Galaxy 1, but how much of it is nostalgia goggles? Like, yeah, how how many of us are going to start playing these games and then go, oh, oh yeah, fuck, I, I these suck. The end. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a great question. Uh, looking back at at all of it it's like everything every game has had kind of like a a gimmick i don't know maybe um uh you know maybe super mario 64 didn't really have a gimmick those bullshit flying wing hat levels well it's it's gimmick was that it was 3d yeah that was the gimmick but uh like every other one has been like okay well let's put a big weird water pack on the back of them or you know let's give them a weird hat or let's make all the planets so small you can run around it Yep. Like it, it's really interesting. I, I like that they. I definitely like that they think outside of the box, and it's one of those things. Like I can't wait to see what the next weird thing is that they try to sell me on. Mm-hmm. It's fun. You say try like they won't. Right. You they try might. and succeed. Like they're gonna just sell you on it. It's 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 gonna happen. I want to see more of the metal suit. So speaking of selling you on it, uh-huh. the real probably biggest release of. Really, the month, honestly. 
Uh, we're talking still on Friday the 18th. Mm. WWE 2K Battlegrounds. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC. Coming from Saber Interactive. Alright, so we're looking at more of an arcade WWE game. This isn't your standard The only faceless. possible way to recover at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, it looks like um, NBA Jam, but that's what every wrestler looks like, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of looks fun. It definitely looks better than any of the other shit they've been releasing it's in the last very, few years. It's really cartoony and weird, and I love it. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. It's like you're playing with your like toys from the early '90s. Like, yeah, they and all look like the little toy wrestlers that you would push down that would springboard back up in the air. Like their legs would go into their torso and they would just like bounce around. Hell yeah! I like how everything is um, really exaggerated. Like when they do like some of these wrestlers' big finishes, instead of just spinning them around and slamming them on the ground or something, they throw them up really high and their body spins like eight times. And yeah, their arm like lights on fire. Yeah. It's like they all hired. It's like it's like the WWE hired Zangief to come in and train people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's so and, ridiculous. And they keep showing off more and more wrestlers, you know, current and um, past wrestlers. Like, mm-hmm. Yokozuna's in this game. Oh, yeah. The hell? Like, where did that come from? And, like, even more recent, uh, you know, people through the Attitude Era, even, you know, brand new wrestlers that are, you know, like, not breaking in. They're still doing well, but they're, you know, fairly new within the last, like, five years or so. Mm-hmm. So, definitely pretty cool to see the range. I kind of want it now. I I do too. I don't know why. It's <laughs> I, I, I'll it play it so for probably. Like, I I'll, I now really want it so I can play it with people. I'll play oh, it yeah. for probably about like an hour, and then I'll be like, oh, that was really fun. I definitely, and I'll feel like oh, I'm I get not it. fulfilled. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely interesting. I, I think they have to kind of go this way. And, and, like, realize, like, okay, we can't do, like, you know, uh, NBA 2K quality WWE games. It's just not, like, within our realm of feasibility. Yeah. So it's time to, like, kind of reposition and figure out how to... Like, the fun is more important, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. I don't think when people... I mean, especially, like, you know, in UFC and stuff like that, the realness is not really what people are super into. Like, they're into the, like, excitement and, like, the fun and, like, interesting stuff happening. You know, it doesn't have to be, like, this is the most realistic simulation ever created by man. Like, that's really not what people are after. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's where they were going. And I played... I ended up playing the... um, I think it was on PlayStation, like, Now or something... It, it was, like, the most recent WWE game that came out that actually functioned proper. I think it might have been 2019, maybe. No, that um, sounds a little too recent, but okay. The Well, the 2020 was the one where their faces were melting off their fucking head, and the ref right. was slapping around the ring and stuff. Right. Um, but the one that actually functioned proper, the load times were horrible. Yeah. I'm talking, like, three-plus minutes... You know, upwards to f- closer to five on mm-hmm. a, a single load time of just going from um, a wrestling match to whatever story shit that they're telling you yeah, that's happening backstage. Yeah, right. And I'm like, that has to go. So I feel like that's something that they're like, if they are 
which, you know, it's very likely that they're going to get back to what they were doing previously. But mm -hmm. I feel like with this, it's like, let's just round out this gen. Let's harness the power of next gen and, you know, not, you know, not worry about <clears throat> these restrictive load times and things like that on yeah. previous gen. I wouldn't be surprised if the next title came out and they're like, yeah, it's only next gen only. Yeah, that's probably the way to go. Yeah. But this is really cool. I feel like these assets came from, like, one of their mobile card games. Like, I feel like they had people kind of just... Um, they had these assets kind of half-created for uh, a card game so they could take, like, still shots of them or something. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, yeah, let's just, you know, put in a little bit of extra work on these. Bring them <laughs> no one, No one's going to buy our other games, so let's do... Uh... Let's let's try this out and not waste all this effort. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting though. So that pretty much uh, yeah that wraps up pretty much all of the big things for the uh, for the week. Of course, releasing between uh, September fourteenth and the twentieth. Um, if there's anything we missed, let us know over on uh, either facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc or uh, at mammoth games inc on Twitter. Um, Let's get into the Epic Game Store stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just basic. Uh, I think we talked about it last week. Um, yeah, last week we talked about it a little bit. Uh, they're giving away now uh, Railway Empire. And I feel like we got this before, but where the water tastes like wine. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I think water tastes like wine was on Epic Game Store before. Um and in fact, the one we're looking at for next week, Stick It to the Man, was one of the earliest uh, free uh, PlayStation Plus games. Hell yeah, it was a good yeah. one, though. I love that game. Yeah, it was a fun game. It's very Tim Burton-y, platformer. Very right? weird. So. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine is like a very story-heavy game. Um, Railway Empire, obviously. It's simulational, pretty much. You're like designing. It's, it's kind of almost like a City Skylines or something. Yeah. I feel like between these two, the... I don't know where the water tastes like wine. Might it's really the, interesting. It's yeah. a very interesting game. It's you know it, it's um, a good like narrative driven adventure. Um, For sure. Your characters really like your characters like a, just a skeleton walking across the map, right? Yeah, you're like a little creepy dude. Yeah, very weird. Love it. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, Moving along, we actually had quite a lot of news this week. A lot of things yeah. that were announced, a lot of things to kind of go over. So we'll kind of touch on some of the major things. And I actually really am happy to have our first stop be um, PAX 2020, the PAX Online uh, event that had that is yeah. actually currently still going as we're uh, recording. Um, right. Day one was yesterday, September 12th. Um, which, if you're listening to the show, two days ago now. Um, and uh, they had some fun stuff that went down. Uh, they had a uh, like story time with Mike Ponson, uh just talking about his vision for Cyberpunk um, and then moving forward into um, the video game adaptation. Uh, I did catch a little bit of that. I just like listening to him talk. Be honest. Yeah, he's a super like interesting guy. Yeah, he's like almost accidentally charismatic. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Uh, it is weird. <clears throat> they did a few other interesting things, like they did a um, an orientation for PAX since this is their first big online 
uh, show. Um, so, you know, things you need to know to get around the, basically, the virtual world of PAX. Um, they did some other weird stuff, like uh, they have this um, rise and fall of the Neopets and... Um, That's cool. The Omega Knots, which I'm not too sure on what that is, but it just looked like it was a panel of people kind of talking about, you know, some interesting stuff here and there. Um, but probably the biggest thing was Gearbox talking about all of the changes coming to their properties, most notably um, Borderlands 3. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's Gearbox. Everybody knew it was going to be Borderlands heavy. Um, yeah. Nobody really was thinking we were going to see, uh, you know, like some like dead franchise. Battleborn 2. Yeah, I was going to say it. I did <laughs> not want to actually name drop. I didn't hate the game. It just came out at a bad time. Yeah, Very nothing against time. it. It just didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> but I was I, you tried. No, but I, I was almost hopeful for something cool like a new IP, <laughs> but I, I knew from the get go it was going to be so Borderlands heavy because that's you, yeah. that's what you have to give your crowd. It's yeah. you know that eighty percent of the people there are going to want Borderlands. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they uh, talked about a lot of stuff. Um, they talked about. Uh, some new features coming to uh, the game, including a new skill tree for Flak, which um, I really, really hope the biggest thing that I hope they fix on that character uh, is that fucking pet always going to wherever you're pointing your cursor. Mm-hmm. You know, wherever your uh, focal in the point way. is. He'll always be in the way. So when you're picking up loot, he just strolls right in and stands in front of you. And it's like, so you gotta pet him. Get the fuck out of here. He wants yeah. pets. It's it it it's cute for the first about hour of the game, but if you're gonna spend twelve hours playing that game, it mm-hmm. gets old immediately. Just um, like having a dog. <laughs> it's funny. As my dog is sleeping on the couch, not standing in front of my computer. Uh, but Lucky. um, that you know that was one thing they talked about. One of the other big things we're talking about. Hey. This is going to be playable on the Xbox Series X, Series S, and PS5, supporting, you know, of course, uh, 4K resolution, 60 frames per second via single player. Um, and not only that, but if you enjoy local, um, they're adding a third and fourth player available for local split screen, which I believe currently now it's just uh, co-op. Um, so... Some pretty cool things. I like to see that they're still supporting it. They also mentioned that they're going to be doing um, another Uh, Mm add-on. Another, uh, like, DLC piece. Um, So that's cool. And they mentioned that your save file from current gen will carry over to next gen. So you don't have to start that over. So that's pretty... Yeah, all, uh, all good stuff there. Um... I was pretty happy to see all that. I didn't really look too much at the um, at Flax new uh, like skill tree. I think it's the yeah they call it the Trapper skill tree. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he has a I can't remember what they're called, but it's like it's like a slapped together Hyperion mech, one of the bipedal Hyperion mechs okay. that like run a few and explode. Um, and uh, I know he has that, and as well, um, a move called Gravity Snare, 
which he throws down this like platform and anything in the area just gets kind of flipped upside down for a minute. It just mm. removes gravity in that area, which is fun. That's cool. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a, a loader bot. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's that pretty much goes over the big pieces of things that they talked about. Um, yeah, they remind us of some of their other games they've been working on for a while, some, some new licenses that will be coming. Um, but nothing super crazy. Everything's still kind of far off enough that... It's worth checking out some of the early footage, but it, it's not why everybody was there, and they knew it. So I, I'm glad they gave those other developers a little bit of FaceTime on screen. We're like, hey, talk about your new, th- talk about what you're working on. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it's been really a lot of. I like a lot of these presentations because they've been respectful of those developers that are stuck at home during all this crazy stuff and our understanding of like, hey, we are in the middle of a pandemic, but we're also still working ourselves to death from home We're still now. trying, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the other thing that they announced, probably, I mean, I might be biased, but arguably the biggest thing that they announced. It's definitely the, the biggest surprise, right? Yeah. Um, if you remember Borderlands 2, you remember the DLC uh, Assault on Dragon's Keep, where Tiny mm-hmm. Tina's playing her favorite game, Bunkers and Badasses. Mm. Well, Bunkers and Badasses is getting a real version, a tabletop version, um, that you'll be able to sit down, play with, uh, you can play with friends. Um, I think it's kind of geared toward four-player, but I don't see why you couldn't kind of make that even more. Um, So, uh, it has um, a lot of good stuff going on. can't remember the writer's name specifically, but he did write for um, uh, Gearbox and Borderlands. Um, so the writing's all solid. Actually designed by uh, one of our friends of the show, Ian Moss, um, which yeah. you can actually go check out our uh, interview talking about uh, how he got to even play this game, or uh, make this game, and um, what the game's all about. Uh over on, uh, you know, you can check that out over on, you know, Facebook or uh, Twitter as well, you know, Podbean and uh, Spotify and all the other usual suspects of where you can pick up our podcast at. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, it sets you up pretty well. You have a few, uh, um, like, pre-made campaigns. You have a tutorial, which um, we did have the pleasure of playing, and it's incredibly fun. Um I just keep thinking of how much is a shovel full of D20s. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't want to think about that. Um, it's, it's, really, it's really fun. And what, what I think is amazing and is awesome, um, a lot of fans, a lot of diehard Borderlands fans, had kind of made their own homebrewed version of this in years past uh, based on, like, you know, 3.5 ED and D. Uh, based on like fifth edition, just based on every other kind of like role playing game out there, I've seen people even try to use like Pathfinder to as a foundation to try to create their own little Borderlands stuff in it. But mm-hmm. none of it, it all still really felt like and looked like you were just playing with custom classes in these worlds with some custom enemies and stuff. Um, this has its own unique mechanics. It's its own thing. Um, 
sure, like every tabletop RPG out there, you can draw back and say it wouldn't exist without this or this wouldn't exist without that. Right. But the, the this one is really it really stands out as something that's first and foremost for the fans of the series. Like if you're a Borderlands fan, you're going to enjoy just having this. Um, as far as gameplay though, it's really it's really nothing crazy. It's not super hard to get into. It's not overwhelming. Um, it can be picked up very easily, um, but it, depending on your your skill level as a, a bunker master and as players, it can become it can go from the most simple thing in the world to so crazy, over the top, mind blowing. But it can and it also just it never feels like it's too much. Nice. Yeah. Um, so uh, you guys hopefully will be able to get your hands on that really soon actually um we don't have an exact date but it was uh quarter one of 2021 it was the date that we were given um and you can actually go pre-order that right now over on nirvana games uh website um and through september 30th you can actually get the digital deluxe or the deluxe edition uh for 20 uh 20 bucks off so it's a pretty good deal comes with everything that you're going to need it to play comes this. with a ton of stuff <laughs> yeah, like, so it comes with miniature with mini figs of the 10 different character classes well the 10 different characters mm-hmm. uh basically from borderlands one and two um it also comes with the book the set of dice including the badass die um the badass <laughs> die is really awesome you um, definitely want the badass die yeah. <laughs> the, the battle grid game board that comes with it is dry erase, so you can constantly edit and write nice. and draw new stuff on it. Yep. Um, of course, you get the bunker master screen, but you get little enemy standees, so it's really built for you to be able to use that battle grid game board. And there's like 50 enemy standees that come with it. I kind of want to talk about just the two highlighting features of this game, though, and that would be um, uh, badass moves and. Um, your mayhem that you can give the the master as well the um uh the bm the bunker master damn we've all been there folks yeah well they know their jokes uh the yeah the badass moves are so cool if you've ever played a tabletop game and you're like i want to do this but at the same time you know it would be cool if i could like do this and you know cause this chain reaction of attacks Mm. And yeah, like a super called shot. Like, yeah, you know, if you're playing like, let's say, if you're playing another classic game where you could be an archer and you want to make this crazy called shot to like shoot a rope and have it cut this thing that's going to fall on these things, and that would normally rely on like several different checks be done to yeah. is this going to go the right way and is this going to fall the right way and all this other stuff. It just like helps you simplify it a bit except yeah. the bunker master gets to tell you what you have to roll to do that and it's, yeah he gets to set the grade of how difficult this is like that sounds really badass so i want to see you hit like uh give me a give me a 28 you're like oh fuck <laughs> yeah and you know you guys can team up and roll together if you have multiple people in on this you know there's uh the person who's doing the badass move and then assistants who can uh, you know apply badass tokens to um, ease the difficulty Um, yeah so they they really kept mechanics from the borderlands games like universe and brought it into it in such a unique way like you you're you have a badass rank you have badass level like and and tokens to to help um 
give you extra bonuses on those rolls. It's, it's skills really things. so unique and it's so cool. Yeah, and then not only that, if you're like, okay, cool, I'm, <clears throat> I notice I'm about like two steps away from cover. If I can only move four, but I need six. The BM, the bunker master can go. Okay, cool. You can move that far if you give me a little bit of mayhem. Nice. And we we're like, what, what? 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 What does that mean? No, nothing. Not a big deal. Just a little bit of mayhem. It's fine. Um, and uh, in our play session, it led to basically enemies just constantly pouring into a room while we were fighting a boss. Yeah, like um, if you look at a badass move as a, a, a bunker master's way of giving you a freebie, like a free chance at doing something really fucking over the top cool that you should never be allowed to do, the payoff is that they're going to get the opportunity to do something really badass once in a while that you can't really question because, sorry, you gave them that. It's like a yep. mayhem points are kind of a free pass for them to do something ridiculous. It's like, okay, cool, you're fighting a dragon. Okay, cool, it's a dragon. I'll just shoot the shit out of him and it'll be fine. Oh, uh, but he has a Hyperion shield now. Uh, I'm going to use a little <laughs> bit of mayhem to do that. <laughs> Fuck. Nice. Um, so, you know, great set. This is going to be a really cool thing uh, for um, fans of the game, you know, fans of tabletop in general. Oh, yeah. Uh, Collectors. Um, we did play this uh, on Roll20. Uh, it was not the prettiest thing everything was still you know really early on um but you can play this even though you get a physical edition you can definitely set this up to play it in uh uh roll 20 online with other people um so that's really good news i think as well for sure yeah Um, it's uh it's really cool i love the box artwork like that is some of the coolest artwork i've seen on something is just like you know, it's that very familiar logo that we're all used to seeing, except there's a giant gaping alien dragon in it. Yeah, nice. So uh, go check out our um, go check out our interview with uh, Ian Moss, um, talking a bit about bunkers and badasses as well. Um, we should have a video very, very, very soon of our uh, play session that came out, um, and with any luck, we'll be able to sit down and do uh, another one with a full party. Um, after uh, you know, e- either just before or after the game releases, uh, nice. so you know, something to look forward to. Uh, but that was pretty much PAX Day One. Um, you know, Sunday, all the stuff that's happening on PAX is currently going on, so we don't have that info yet. But um, if there are big stuff, we'll of course bring that to you next week. For sure. Um, so we also have had another big uh, industry showcase the ubisoft forward what is this the second one they've done yes yeah yeah second one they've done um if i remember correctly i think they also avoided doing anything to address negativity within the company over the past couple months as of right now i don't think anything inadvertently offensive has popped up from this one (laughs) no Um, it was all pretty well i think Each thing has something offensive about it. Yeah. But oh, that's, yeah. you know. Yeah, each, each of these things does have something very offensive about it. And uh, we can kind of start off with uh, with that reveal trailer for uh, Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's uh, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping the gameplay is super solid. 
because graphically it is not. The gameplay was always good on those games, though. Like that's oh, yeah. the thing is the gameplay was always great. So I, I really don't know how they could fuck that up. Um, but then again, it's a remake, not a remaster. So they definitely could. This is something they could have just remastered and been fine with. As I like to, uh, as I like to ask, is this uh, is this them dipping their toe into the Prince of Persia camp again, seeing if this is something that fans want? Right. It, it definitely is. Uh, if, if you look out there, um, all the Prince of Persia games across the border on sale right now. Um, yep. They're I super really like cheap. Prince of Persia. They were I, cool. I, it's just yeah. they got to a certain point where the movie tie-in stuff started to hit really poorly, and it sank them. Yeah. Like, it, it did not do so hot. But I remember way back on, like, PS2 playing Prince of Persia games and loving it. Like, Yeah. The, like, Sands of Time, like, rewinding stuff. And, you know, it, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good things that happen there. I just think they need to kind of um, get back to what makes that game really, really good. Um, yeah. And, you know, think about, like, hey, what story can we tell in this universe that's... Um, not cookie cutter. That's not you know what you um, you know what not not what fans are expecting. Uh, I do think the art style change that they had. Um, I think it was back on three sixty when they went to that cell shaded. I think that yeah. was a cool idea. That, that was a really good one too. Beautiful. I like that game a lot. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a step in the right direction. I'd like to see more, um, you know, mo- more things uh, along along that line. So. Interestingly we'll enough, though, um, Xbox One, PS4, and PC um, be out January 21st from what they're saying right now. Are we going to be able to play this on our newer gen as well? Are we going to get like enhancements for the new yeah. stuff, or do they yeah. care that much? Um, are I we think just going to play the exact same game? Um, I think it'll be the exact same. Uh, I I hope they don't try to to push anything too hard out of it. Like, on one hand, I'd like to see at least maybe better frame rates on the new systems because action games like this definitely benefit from it. They're just beautiful that way. But I I do think that this is them testing the waters, like you said. See if people care enough. If it sells well enough, Mm -hmm. maybe we'll put together a a real uh, Prince of Persia team again. But um, it was built from the ground up using the Anvil engine, and for a remake like this to get built from the ground up, they, they're investing again. It, it's a remake, not a remaster. They are really hoping that this takes off so they at least have a franchise they can bring back from the dead and uh, kind of reset time with. The mm-hmm. Yeah, and the cool thing about Ubisoft's um, employee structure is, you know, once you're done working on whatever project you're working on, you get moved over into Limbo where you kind of work on DLCs and you know, add-on stuff for different games. Um, I wonder if they had a lot of people kind of hanging out in that area where they couldn't find a good home for them. So they're like, okay, you know, yeah. now might be the time as well to, you know, jump into Prince of Persia again. So, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like if it's set to come out in January, they're already so close to being done with this game at this point. Um, there, there, are, there have to already be plans to take some of these assets and some of these resources to start a new Prince of Persia game that we probably won't hear about for another year. Right. Um, but there's, I have no doubt they're already working on a new one. They have to be. And that's yeah. why this is coming out. It was a popular one back when it came out. Um, it's a very good foundation for the entire franchise. 
to be able to maybe give us something a little bit later that's going to reboot the series as far as uh, something completely new, a new take on it, and not, you know, the same storylines we've played and seen through the other games. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so, moving on from that, I think the worst thing about that was definitely the, um, you know, just looking at it graphically. It was like, ah, that's rough. Um, so, if there was yeah. something negative to say, it would definitely be that when uh, looking at this title. Um, next, we can talk a little bit about uh, what used to be Gods and Monsters. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Terrible title. <laughs> Terrible. They, they renamed it to Immortals Phoenix Rising. Phoenix is the name of the character, so it's F-E-N-Y-X. No gods, Bad. no monsters. Only men. Still looks good, though. Like... Th- the everything that I'm seeing of the world, like I want to run around in this world. Um, yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, uh, it, it's getting very big, like Breath of the Wild, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn vibes from a lot of people. Yes, um, and it does look gorgeous. I I wanted to play this when I first saw it, without seeing much of the atmosphere that we're seeing now, and now I super want to play it. Like. Just You're, please, Ubisoft, don't give, don't get my hopes up because this looks like it'll be really fun. Yeah, they have a lot of like varying terrain um, and environments, which is cool. The character, um, you know, I, I don't have anything to really say about the character. Um, you know, kind of, I don't want to say generic, but you know, it's it's a character. It's not someone. I don't know if this is going to be someone that's going to have a. This is not the new Rayman or whatever. It's not, it, yeah, it, the character is not, you know, Kratos or anything like that. Um, mm. But it but, looks like such a gorgeous game. Yeah, the like, even the map looks fun. Uh, just looking at it from, like, the like the top down, um, you know, like, hey, here's the different areas and the way they handle, like, Fog of War. But um, I don't think that they'll ever get out of that shadow of saying, this looks like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think IGN had a 20-minute uh, gameplay demo of this. Um, you can definitely go check that out. Uh, flying across, you know, let us know what you guys think of this one, since it is kind of a um, you know something that we had heard about for a while, and it kind of got a, like almost a full rebranding. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, aside from that. Uh, they talked a little bit about Riders Republic, uh, which is pretty much steep, but with mountain bikes. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. Um, I I don't know if this is something that I'm gonna jump into, but the biggest thing with this uh, is that it's an open world sandbox that you can play in with uh, up to 50, uh, 50 different players in the game at once. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, yeah. What is worrisome is go try to play Steep right now. Because <laughs> yeah. there are not 40 people playing Steep. Yeah, there are 50 people like, playing Steep. I don't like being threatened, sir. And I don't like the tone you're taking <laughs> with me by telling me to go play Steep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't mean it to sound like a... Uh, <laughs> like I have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, sir. I don't need you to throw a an extreme sports go fuck yourself at me so i'm not gonna go sit in the corner and play steep 
this does look fun though. Like it does. Say, saying all the terrible thing, you know, saying like there's not a lot of people playing Steep does not make doesn't mean that I thought it was a bad game. I had a lot of fun with it. I played it with uh, I think like two other people at the time, um, and that was fun. Like the challenges were really cool. I like swapping back and forth. I mean, obviously, um, it was like the focus was definitely snowboarding and wingsuit. Yeah, um, th- those games have a very, like, seasonal feel to them. Like, they come out and they do really well for a minute because they're such new things, and then they don't get enough of, like, the support they get doesn't change things up enough to make people want to keep going back to it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I do like the integration, you know, the, I mean, they're smart partnering up with Red Bull and getting that in here because they have, you know, Red Bull puts on a lot of, like, real-world ridiculous events like this. Right. Um, so, I, I just, I, I find it weird that it's like, hey, we made this game steep and it has wingsuits and it has, like, um, like paragliding, skiing, and snowboarding. Well, let's just do the same thing, but let's take away some of the snow and let's add a you know like dirt bike or uh, like mountain bikes to it yeah it's just it, it, it's an interesting like how is snowboarding going to work the thing with steep is snowboarding works because you're always on snow mm-hmm. um and that you know it, everything is can work around snow but how is that going to work how is snowboarding going to work when you're you know, flying down a mountain in the bottom of it's like dirt for bikes. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how that, uh, you know, to see how that works out. Um, for sure. They got into a few other things. Um, they got into, you know, some things that we don't, you know, that we can kind of mention. We don't have to like dig yeah, into. Uh, Rainbow. Rainbow yeah. got mentioned. Um,. Rainbow's been a huge moneymaker for them. It was probably the most successful game-as-a-service uh, thing that has happened this generation. And so, it became more po- popular as time went on. Yeah. That's, like, that's what's mind-blowing. I'm mad because I had a copy of that game for free when the when they when that game first came out. Ubisoft sent copies of that game out to like to GameStops to bundle with little cardboard sleeves. Like Microsoft and Ubisoft sent them out. And said, "Hey, your stock Xbox Ones are now Rainbow Six Siege bundles. Slap all these together." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "All right, whatever." And they had like a couple extra copies of the game, and they were like, "Yeah, just take one, whatever. You're a manager; it's yours now." I was like, "Cool, yeah. sweet." And I took it home, and I was terrible at it, and I got rid of the game like a week later. Now <laughs> I really wish I hadn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, the I mean, the game is fun, and it is you know like so many games that we see that we've seen in the past, you know, like four years, it is a lot better with people. It like, really has to catch its stride. Can't be. It, it, I know from personal experience, it's just not fun. There's no yeah. real solo to it. It's it's tra- it's tutorial. It's like the only single player on it. Well, I mean, um, even sitting down and like single queuing with other people, it's just oh, yeah. not as fun. No, um, not at all. But having like a group of people, hey, do you want to play You know, Siege, and sitting down like even if it is, you know, two people. And you guys are queuing, um, makes it it makes a world of difference. So, but but first yeah. person shooters are gorgeous for something, and this guy is going to be getting PS5 and Series X support um, with support up to 4K and 120 frames per second gameplay by the end of the year. Um, and if you already have it, 
you're going to get a free upgrade to the PS4 or from the PS4 or Xbox One version to the new gen version. So they are sticking with what a lot of other companies are doing right now with their very popular games, um, which is making sure you can just keep playing it on that new system. Yep. Yeah. So uh, they also talked a little bit about Watch Dogs Legion. Um, yeah. Good God, yeah. They. I, I'm. This is. For me, uh, I've been kind of racking my brain. Next gen, what games am I going to buy? Like, what it when I pick up the system, and you know, within that, you know, time period, what games am I going to be playing? And of course, I'm like, it's going to be like Cyberpunk. That's going to be mm. kind of a no-brainer. And for me, I think the other big game that comes to mind is Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah. Uh, and they showed off some, you know, some stuff with this. Um, they showed off uh, Aiden Pierce, uh, which is someone you guys don't know um, because you only <laughs> played two. Um, but Aiden Pierce was the main character from the first one. Uh, wait, wait, wait. And there, there was a first Watch Dogs? Yeah. It didn't just start with two. Um, oh, my but, God. I thought that's why Watch Dogs 2 was such a unique thing. He, in, in two, Aiden Pierce was in that game, too. He was, I think he was captured, and then you helped break him out. Um, kind of accidentally yeah. you never actually see him you hear him um because he's the what, what they considered him to be the like the kind of like the original seed of the dead set group yeah he, like it was kind of like he didn't want to be so like no one ever like knows or sees him but mm-hmm. you know um, but yeah, they uh, they do have some uh, missions that are going to be featuring um, Aiden Pierce, and then they showed off um, Stormzy. Yep. Which not my forte. I have no idea who that is. Mm. British uh, rapper, I think. Yeah. See, two things I have no idea about. Britain <laughs> and and rap and rap and rap. <laughs> But it would make sense given the setting. Um, yeah. Given the setting and the idea, the fact that everybody can be a part of, you know, Watch Dogs 3, like Watch Dogs Legion. Like, you can play as anybody. You can recruit anybody. It would make sense that they would recruit big, well-known people like that to help kind of make it feel more real. Yeah. I really like that. And I really, really appreciate it. Um, I mean, if you're going through... Uh, if you're going through Watch Dogs 2, I mean, you do feel a little disconnected. Mm-hmm. Just because it, it's not that um, it's unbelievable, but there's nothing there that keeps it grounded. Like, you can look at something like uh, Grand Theft Auto and be driving through the streets and be like, okay, you know, the setting really, really like ties you to it. But even though it has things like uh, the Golden Gate Bridge and stuff like that, um, in Watch Dogs 2. I still feel a little disconnected, and I think this is going to pull people back in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's going to ground it a bit more. Um, so that's cool. Um, it looks like uh, I think Stormzy is going to be uh, he's going to have his own mission um, okay. mission set within the game, the original game, whereas Aiden Pierce um, is set to return as a playable character for an upcoming DLC. Um so yeah. I don't think he's going to be in it um, out of the game. So Interesting. yeah, uh, they talked a little bit um, about turbo mode, 
Johnny, you said you were pretty interested in uh, turbo mode and checking out Hyperscape for the first time. Yeah, I mean, Hyperscape looks really cool. Like, it's, I've had some friends play it, and I just have not had a chance to queue up to play with them, because by the time I got it installed, they moved on to other games temporarily, because that's (laughs) just how all the Battle Royale games and stuff are. Yeah, Yeah, like, all the free games, people are, like, playing one for a week, then they'll bounce back to another one for a week, and, and back and forth. I'm waiting for some friends to play this one with me. But um, the, the hyperscape, uh, the turbo mode idea is just really cool because it's kind of what um, Epic did with Fortnite with the solid gold mode, um, where they just make sure that all the weapon drops are the max like level they can be, so you're only getting good drops. That's fine. Um, and that's just going to make the game go a lot faster. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of hyped to jump into it, and I think that might be the best way for me to try it out. Yeah. Um, just because everyone's going to be kind of on an equal playing field that way, um, instead of having to fight and scavenge for progressively better gear. Yeah, it's the the game is fast paced, and again, you know, going back to I think my only complaint uh, after playing this is it takes uh, it takes so long, and that's why I think I won't like this mode. Even though you're getting good guns, you have faster health regen, and I think that's the opposite of what needs to happen. Um, yep. It takes forever to kill somebody. They can almost always get away. It's and weird that, like, the first visuals I had when looking at this game, the first idea I had about it was, like, this reminds me of something I'd see in Ready Player One, so... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but it is fun. Uh, yeah, if you're queuing up, if you're going to play, uh, you know, like, today or tomorrow, I- I'll jump in there and play uh, a little bit. I haven't played in um, a while. And I think I might have a few other people that might be interested in joining, so... Yeah, let me, definitely let me know if you're jumping back into this one. Alright, and then we saved uh, the best for last. I know they did talk about um, The Division 2 getting kind of like a tower mode. It's like 100 <laughs> levels that you have to run through. Um, oh, wow. Which is interesting. I know we uh, post about yeah. it. Uh, or I made a post about it. Um, yeah, I think that was yeah, one that came up even before this, though. I think that's something they had talked about uh, before the Ubisoft announcement, like before the the forward even happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Summit game mode requires you to slowly make your way up 100 floors. Uh, the higher you go, the harder it gets, and it is coming for free uh, to all existing players on September 22nd. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I think probably the biggest news, the most fun news, um, is uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World is making a comeback. 10th anniversary comeback. I screamed. (laughs) I literally screamed when I saw it. So... Yeah, this was um, when I didn't live like 40 states away uh, from everyone and before I even like met you guys. um, Ian and I would play this so much. Um, so it's really cool to see this making a comeback. Uh, this this game's just... Uh, it's just... Like, it's, I don't want to say mindless fun, but... It's it's just kind of iconic. Like, it's it's a typical, yeah. like, side-scrolling beat-em-up, like, Double Dragon style. Very arcade feeling. But if anybody listening to this doesn't know anything about Scott Pilgrim vs. The World... First of all, do yourself a favor and look into it. Look at the look at the con- look at the comics. Look uh-huh. at the movie that came out, and and oh, 
God, the game is... If you're a fan of the comics and the movie, you'll love the game. That's that's really what it comes down to because it's the kind of humor that plays on itself. It's kind of like a mm. self-aware sense of humor throughout all of it. Awesome. And the game even just references other games without really referencing other games as you go through it. It's, it's just... It's super fun. It's like if someone who was so immersed in pop culture made a video game about yeah. them just loving pop culture. I mean, uh, it's just kind of how it feels. And, you know, definitely kind of like <laughs> growing up and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but it, it's it, it's fun. Um, and I think this one's four-player. Uh, yeah, you can play four-player four uh, again, so that's cool. It was delisted for quite some time, kind of in uh, license hell. Um, yeah. And... Yeah, it looks like they finally made it out. I know um, Brian Lee O'Malley, who's the uh, creator of the series, um, it was like a day or two before. He's like, yeah, you guys should probably watch that Ubisoft Forward event. And everyone's like, oh, shit. And they like, yeah, immediately like, knew what was a, up. A few weeks ago, he tweeted uh, kind of randomly out of nowhere because everybody was talking about Scott Pilgrim because it just hit 10 years. Yeah. The game just yeah. became 10 years old. And he tweeted one day, as like, Ubisoft has reached out to me. And, like, everybody took a gasp and, like, sat back in their chair like, oh, what? So it kind of wasn't a huge surprise that this happened, but it was really exciting because, god damn it, have I missed this game. I yeah. I, I think his, uh, his tweet um, after the announcement was probably my favorite thing. Uh, he was like, uh, this game belongs to all of you fans who... Um, never let me uh, sleep or think about anything else hmm. other than getting Scott Pilgrim versus the World the Game to come back. Now get out of my house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the Ubisoft Forward event had a lot going on. Um, there's a lot, a lot of stuff to digest. A little bit of something for everyone. Uh, or if you're like us, kind of something, uh, like ten somethings for you. Um, so that's cool. Um, the prob probably the biggest and uh, like most surprising announcement, I guess, for the uh, last week was uh, Xbox and their um, details about their systems and their prices and their dates. Um, all of that came out. Yeah. We had a website leak like early last week that was confirming the Series S uh, price and release date, which everyone kind of lost their mind. These guys cannot name shit. No, <laughs> no, and I, and I think the thing is, they just, I, I, if I remember correctly, they don't even want to really call this like the Series S or Series family. They just want it to be Xbox. They're going back yeah. to just Xbox. Yep. Um... So I think they've given up while not quite giving up. <laughs> um, but we got the Series S info one day, and then it was rumored that we had the Series X info that same day, and then the next day Microsoft just finally came out and said, ah, yeah, yeah, you're right, there it is. It's uh, 300, bucks for your, 300 bucks for your Series S. Here's all the details on how the S works and what the big deal is. And then here's the, the info you really wanted, which was the X, and here's the price and release date on those. Yeah. Um, so looking at uh, uh, 499 for the uh, 
for the Series X and $299 for the Series S. Um, and not only do they have this, like, like I, I mean, those prices are really, really uh, like perfect. Yeah, those are aggressively good prices. Yeah. They're right. They're they're sweet spot prices, is what they are. They're yeah. They're literally what we wanted. Like if we were sitting here talking about, hey, this is how much it should probably be. Those would have mm-hmm. been the numbers. Um, you know, the two ninety nine piece was kind of a surprise. We learned about that, the existence of this last week, and then mm-hmm. the price and date and everything came out just shortly after. Um, let me look uh, while you guys talk a little bit back and forth. Um, just a, uh, a site that has a, some of the internal specs. Yeah, because I am curious about the S. Obviously, it doesn't have a disk drive. Yeah, the S is all digital. It's also the smallest Xbox console they've ever made. It's tiny. It's actually been hidden in some of the live stream videos we've seen from Microsoft. Yeah, um, I saw um, that. That was kind of cool. Um, but since it doesn't need a disk drive, they were able to rework a lot of stuff. Power-wise, it's still going to be able to run stuff up to 1440. Um, like, it's going to be able to do 1440 native just fine. Um, one of the weird ones, a little bit weird, some people might not like, your backwards compatible titles, um, when you play those guys, they won't even be able to run at the Xbox One X enhanced version modes, but they'll be able to run at, like, the Xbox One S modes. So... Yeah. In in some ways, it's less powerful than a One X, but in other ways, it's just as powerful as an Xbox One X. So this really explains why they stopped making One Xs when they did. Um, they were taking yeah. a lot of those guts and shoving them into a smaller box. Yeah, um, and looking at probably the biggest the biggest difference between the X and the Series S. Um, would be, uh, of course, your GPU uh, has, uh, the Series X has a 52 CU, um, and the um, Series S has a 20 CU that that's okay. running. Uh, yeah. Looking at, you know, the CPU in general, um, it's about 0.2 gigahertz weaker um, mm-hmm. on pretty much all fronts. Um, mm-hmm. And that drops the GPU power from that 12.15 teraflops to four teraflops. Um, Whatever the hell that means. Uh, And I think the other thing that kind of comes along with that too would be uh, the RAM. The the RAM is a little bit less. um, Yeah, you're getting getting significantly less power. Just all around, you're getting significantly less out of it. Yes. Um, Even down to, like you said, the RAM. but with us having less GPU power, we're kind of already expecting less RAM at that point because they're mm-hmm. going to rely on each other at that point. Yeah. Um, but um, performance, um, 1440 at 60 frames up to 120, we're getting true 4K on the one on the Series X. So still Surprise. up to 120. Yeah. Um, storage, though, is going to be kind of gross. Um, you... Uh, there's the same kind of storage between both, which is awesome. You still get that PCIe Gen 4 NVMe SSD, but you're mm. only getting 512 gig on the Series S versus the full one terabyte you're getting out of the X. Yeah, yeah. And so that that's uh, tough because that could be like one Call of Duty game. That's not cheap storage <laughs> either. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, I so. mean, that's, yeah, that's fast. That that's really good, um, like solid state drive for sure. 
Uh, my my hope is that these games that are optimized for the new gen are going to be better um, better installs. Kind of like how Nintendo has learned to really optimize their install way, like how they install games. I'm hoping that the new consoles are able to. Yeah. So um, it looks like we'll have you know we'll be not only able to get this, but the you know, Xbox Series S, but the Series X as well. Um, on November 10th, um, like I said, $299 uh, versus $499. Now, so, the big thing is they also gave us the day pre-orders are opening. Um, yes. Pre-orders open up for both of these on September 22nd. Um, right. With that being said, that's not just your buy-the-whole-thing-outright pre-orders or your go-to-whatever-local-game-store-you-can-and-put-your-deposit-down pre-orders. They're all, they also announced that they're bringing Xbox All Access to several new retailers. Um, Which is previously big. that's huge. Um, it's it's a financing option for those that don't know. Um, it's still going to require a typical credit check and everything. But here's here's the first part of it. It's financing through a third party bank. It's through Citizens One, um, and it's there. You would basically have to qualify for a line of credit through them. But you would be able to do an, over the course of two years is the is the term for the loan, or well mm-hmm. for the for the line of credit to pay off yeah. your console. Um, it would be twenty four months at either twenty four ninety nine per month for the Series S or thirty four ninety nine per month for the Series X. But here's the big deal, that includes twenty four months of Game Pass Ultimate. Huge right. deal. So and then they know exactly what they're doing with that. So oh yeah. Technically, you're paying less. If you qualify for the financing at zero percent APR, now I I'm pretty sure based on the verbiage that's there, they're gonna have some people. If you don't have the right credit score, you're probably still gonna have to pay interest, which means it's not worth doing it. But right. if you can get that zero percent on there and don't want to shop around for a better rate for your Game Pass, do this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have I am undoubtedly going to try to do it for the for the Series X just because I can swallow thirty five yeah. bucks a month easier. I might even just pay yep. it off early. Yeah. Well, think about this: like, just the Game Pass uh, Ultimate is fifteen bucks a month. Yeah. Like you're at paying that point, twenty dollars a month for the newest. Yeah, you can pay twenty you know, bucks a month at that point for the Series X, or ten bucks a month at that point for this for the Series S because you're going to have Game Pass Ultimate. Look at how many fewer games you have to buy at that point. You're not yep. going to have to buy Halo. You're not going to have to buy Fable. There's so many games you're not going to have to buy because first-party Microsoft games are always on Game Pass. So included, baby. This is and Game Pass. This is a big one, almost a sidestep. Last week, Game Pass got con- got confirmation. EA Access is moving to Game Pass now. Boom. Mm. Yep. Oh wait a minute! EA Access, everything is on Game Pass, or you? It, it's available through Game Pass also. It's going to be part of Game Pass. Yeah. Oh my God. So another, you know, just body shot there to, you know, this yeah. this moving forward into Microsoft what has just up. Microsoft has shown us right now they don't give a damn about selling you on a video game. No. It, yeah. They, they're like, okay, yeah, the and it's kind of interesting because it's the same strategy they had with the uh, Xbox One. Which I think failed on the Xbox One, and it was marketing. Side. It was the reason the the original one had yeah. a problem. It was marketing wise. We didn't have something like Game Pass out there. I mean, to be the killer app. The series S and Series the... X are what the original Xbox One should have been. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the idea. I think they were like, "Yes, let's do that with the Xbox One," and then it's like, "Oh, we just don't have." It was too much like information good, at once yeah, the for good people faith to take and understand. And, you know, the value is not there, but this. 
plain and simple, you're going to be spending 20 bucks on Game Pass pretty much anyway. This yep. is a no-brainer. And like, what I what I love about this, after looking at it this way, I, I'm probably going to get a Series X for my game room. I now might actually get a Series S just for the living room. Because I already game share everything. I'm already going to have Game Pass Ultimate plus a ton of other digital purchases. Mm-hmm. If it's my living room console, I'm only going to have a couple games installed on it. That's no big deal. But yeah, I mean, this is also great. They, they didn't only, like, not only did they nail the hardcore people of saying, hey, pick this up. This is such a great deal. You're going to love our big, most powerful console on the market. You're going to love that. Um, but they also said, hey, you know how sometimes when you're kind of tired and you work the full day and you just kind of want to come home and play a video game, but you just don't want to be sitting in the living room all day? You know that far away from your TV. Maybe you have a TV in your bedroom. You can get the Series S, and you can play that. You know before you go to sleep or whatever. And Shit. It wouldn't even be. It's not even like it's twenty four bucks a month. You yeah. Know? Even worse. I, I. I. Even worse. Um, you're gonna have. You're gonna have Game Pass Ultimate through all of this, which is gonna give us EA Play and all the other stuff they had mentioned. It's completely slipped my mind being hype on all this hardware stuff. X Cloud. Yeah. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to play these same things from the cloud on your phone, so you won't even need a, a console for your bedroom. You'll yeah. already have to be able to play it on your phone. So buy one, buy the Series X if you have to, and get the game, or, or buy the Series S and get Game Pass Ultimate with it, which is a better savings. Buy your Series X outright, and then have both of those in your house, plus whatever smartphones you have you're already playing on. Yeah, like this is a very cheap way to convert your entire house into Microsoft space, and yeah. uh, they're not even trying to market it that way. But it's just they're laying it all out there that for the people that can connect the dots, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's um, man, it's they somehow turned the best deal in video games into a bundle with their console. Yeah, it's and incredible. I'm not going to lie, as much as I love having Game Pass, there are so many games that go on there that I never even get to touch. Um, and, and there's also enough sales that if there's a game on there that you like enough that's about to go off of Game Pass, you probably get a deal on it because you have Game Pass. Yeah. And, that, I mean, that's definitely not going to be something that changes. Like, oh, I'm so excited for this, and I never got around to playing it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. At this point, they're just like, they're passively forcing you into their ecosystem even harder. Because for people like us, we all have PCs as well. Yeah. If you don't already have Game Pass Ultimate, guess what? Now you do. Now you can also play all the stuff all this stuff on your PC too. So, yeah. Um, so if you're like, hey, you know, like uh, um, Gears Tactics, like that's a perfect game. That is the kind of game that I feel like you need to play on PC. Mm-hmm. It's and no now Necromunda, you, now you can. but. I'll I'll totally play Gears Tactics on my PC. Yeah. When's the next Final Fantasy Tactics game coming out, folks? Well, we don't know because write your senator. Write your we, senator. Theoretically, we don't know. Tactic the Final Fantasy Tactics series did start itself out really hardcore on PlayStation, and guys, mm. big news: PlayStation's going to be talking to everybody later this week. Yep. So. That's true. We did get blown away with Xbox info this week and really kind of went off the deep end on the Xbox tangent here. But now the ball's in Sony's court, and with pricing already out there, rumor is that Sony is already reassessing what they were planning on pricing the PS5 at. Yeah, so what I'm thinking is they're... I I don't think they can go any lower than $499, 
on their console. Mm. I don't think that that's yeah. possible. Not I think that if anything, they're going to have to reassess the pa- what's going to come with or, or what kind of special deals they're going to have. Yeah. So, so I, I've been I've had that conspiracy for a long time. Um, it's probably been like all the way back to when uh, Sony bought into like Epic, and you saw Epic and Fortnite or uh, Fortnite and Sony kind of become like more of a uh, like a cohesive unit. Um, mm-hmm. Streaming service with both Epic Game Store and PlayStation built into it. Uh, what do you think? You think that that's a possibility? You think that's something that they've been working on? It's possible. I mean, Sony needs it, right? Like, yeah. they need to have some sort of service that can keep up with Game Pass. And that was like, that was my joke even on the, our Facebook the other day. Like, Sony presents Game Pass. That's their, like, that's their, yeah, uh, I mean, their version of it. It does kind of feel like the only way to fight back. Like, Microsoft's basically doing here what they did with Windows, which was make it so ubiquitous and so, you know, used among all people basically that it's no longer really possible to fight it yeah yeah like like so many people are just gonna have game pass ultimate going forward um they already stopped doing their one year um normal xbox live gold memberships so i I really think that game pass ultimate's just their go-to um they're done making money on individual licenses here and there there it looks like people owning stuff they just don't care anymore if you want to own physical copies of games cool go for it um, you're the, you're going to do that anyway. If you if yeah. you uh, like, you know, if you're going in that direction and you're a collector, you're going to search it oh, out. Yeah. But ninety percent of the time, you're going to have this as well. Dude, I mean, Game Pass Ultimate does things for collectors too, though, because now with Game Pass Ultimate, I I don't have to blow sixty bucks on a random game that I'm not really a hundred percent sure on. I can play it, but that's extra money I have to throw towards my collector's editions now. Yeah. Like right. honestly, because of this. I'm way more likely to have PS5 and Series X because I'm not going to have to bother buying any extra games. I'm going to have Game Pass locked down for so long. For sure. Yeah, so, you know, really that ball, I think, is in Sony's court. Um, and we'll see what we'll see what well, they have to say. They have to come out swinging, though, you know? They do. Like, they have to come out swinging hard. We'll find out Wednesday what's going to happen. And the thing is... It's gonna be. It's got to be good. Otherwise, they're just gonna fall flat. Because this wasn't really a, a Microsoft like presentation to show this off. It was just like, oh here's yeah, the facts. here's a here's a tweet. Here's a here's an ad really quick. You guys are right. Here it is. Yeah. Um. And a quick little press release, but nothing like a presentation, which is what Sony's bringing us. Yeah. So yeah, that it has to be. They have to have something in there that hasn't been leaked. You know something does, that has... does Sony fall flat with PS5 VR? I, does I, Sony come out and say, "Hey guys, PS Now is back and better than ever. It's going to be bundled with your PlayStation Plus now for this much instead." Are they going to try to match Game Pass? Because yeah, fuck, they'll get really, me at that. No, that's fine. I want to play PS3 games again. Um, I really hope that they don't go with that like you know thing like you were saying, filter of like leaning on that good faith of like oh you guys you're definitely like we think you're already going to buy this so we don't yeah. really have to do anything more yeah i think that's a dangerous move for them so we'll see uh wednesday um uh yeah it'll be this wednesday which is let me take a look the 16th uh for us here on the east coast it'll be at 4 p.m 
Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, you know, I'll be sure expect, to keep. Expect us to have a fun, fun episode ready next week for everybody because. Uh, oh yeah. I think that we're going to be able to do some wild side-by-side comparisons on the way things things are being presented to us. Yeah. Um, both as consumers and people that have worked retail for this stuff before, but mm-hmm. also as content creators. On are you guys doing this the right way? Like, yeah, I I can't wait to do that. Like, this is like this is the direction. You know, this is um, we've been saying. I, I know um, for the for a very long time filter and i've been saying you cannot be picky anymore if you are a if you love playing video games if you love this even if you are a diehard sony fan there's no reason you shouldn't have game pass for pc or you know for something in general um you know something that you know something that you love there's something there for everyone uh so uh yeah i can't wait until next week when we have all of the prices and like hey this is the you know this is the good direction here's the most uh um you know cost friendly version if you're a hardcore gamer like us this is the direction that you know we're thinking of going um yeah i'm really this is i feel like it's a lot of like this is what we've been waiting for yeah yeah so um We'll go ahead and move on for that. I know next week's going to be really heavy in talking about that. So, um, and this is a we're on the downswing now. Not much big beyond that. That was the Ubisoft and Xbox was the big news of the week. A couple other small things kind of leaked through here and there. Nothing too crazy. Um, It's it's just been a weird week. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Um, Add it in here. Uh, Did you add this one filter or was that you? I, I added this one okay. um, because I totally forgot about it. It slipped my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody was so hype on um, on Mario hype from last weekend that early this week we had a very fun little announcement via Twitter and then Nintendo popped a little video up that we're getting a new Zelda game. Um, but it's not Breath of the Wild 2. Sorry. Um, yeah. It is actually going to be um, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. So... It's uh, it's a Warriors game, so it's just all these different characters doing crazy beat em up, take out wave after wave of enemies, but it takes place a hundred years before Breath of the Wild, so you actually get to see all of the chaos and battles happening that led you to the wasteland that became what you played in Breath of the Wild. Um, yeah. So it's really weird and unique to see it play out this way. Because you get to go through areas that you explored in Breath of the Wild that were all just destroyed and still beautiful, but now you get to see him full on. Um, you get to see Link in his full gear from before he took his nap. Uh, and you also get to see the heroes that you've, uh, the heroes whose spirits you had to find in Breath of the Wild. So there's, I don't know, there's a lot of potential for it being a really awesome, awesome beat em up. Um, and it comes out pretty quick. I mean, it's it's coming out this year, so nice. Yeah, I'm excited they, to mess around did with they that. Give an, did they give an exact date, or were they just saying hey, it'll be out? Uh, Age of Calamity will launch on November twentieth. November twentieth, there it is. Yeah, nice. Uh, they did also say, but as for the long-awaited sequel to Breath of the Wild, unfortunately, you will have to wait a bit longer. So they've given us Master. no other details there. Um, but we are at least ready to kick some butt in a, a super fun di- like Dynasty Warriors style game. 
Uh, and I've told so many people over the years that the, these kind of games are phenomenal if you're a fan of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, Dynasty Warriors Gundam years ago I loved because I was a Gundam fan. Regular Dynasty Warriors? No, no, no thanks. Hyrule Warriors? Yep. I loved because I'm a Zelda fan. Like, they just, they definitely have that feel to them that as you get older, they're more fun because you don't have to sink hours and hours of gameplay into it to have fun with it. Yeah. Definitely. So, the last uh, last thing that we want to talk about, it's kind of a kind of a two-parter. The first thing that happened kind of leads into, uh, you know, I think the real topic at hand. Um, but, uh, Control uh, had uh, an interesting little snafu over the, uh, you mm-hmm. know, last, <laughs> like, over the past week. Um, Sounds like they lost control of what was going on. They did. They did. Uh, but basically, something went down that gave PlayStation 4 owners um, access to the like Ultimate Edition next-gen upgrade, and then they went back and they took it away. Yeah, so basically, like... Um, 505, the publisher, kind of got roasted recently because in August they basically said, um, you know, if we're making the Ultimate Edition, which has these <laughs> graphical upgrades that's going to work on the newer... It's basically, this is the release for the newer systems. Yeah. Um, and they just, you know, put it out before the new systems came out to try to pick up some extra cash. And basically, they, uh, 505 said, um, you know, the Digital Deluxe owners are not going to be automatically upgraded to the ultimate edition for xyz reasons you know um basically like you know we did extra work it's not it's not the same skew it's like a different you know serial number or whatever so it it actually is a different thing we did all this extra work on it that we don't want to give out for free um it's been the lockdown has been hurting you know profits whatever so um, every avenue we pursued, there was some form of blocker, and those blockers meant that at least one group of players ended up being left out of the upgrade for various reasons. As of today, we can't offer an upgrade to everyone. Leaving out any one group feels unfair. So basically, they were like, well, you know, it's not really possible for us to give this out to everyone. So then they released the game, and it was given out for it to everyone. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, you can. So yeah. like, not only did we already like, know that you can, because other like developers have done it, they, they, but like, it's not even a different skew. It's literally the same skew. Yeah, they pointed out in the article that um, someone pointed out that Sony will usually upgrade your base game and season pass holder. Like if you own both of them separately, mm. if there's a version of the game that is both of them separately, they'll just convert your purchase file to that because it to defiles the, bunker, the yeah. PlayStation Store. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I mean, it makes sense. It's how they've. Oh, it's how Sony's done it forever. I've had so many games that I own get up converted to now say Ultimate Edition, even though I didn't do anything except, you know, own it for a while. Um, mm. And someone else even got mad and was like, "Dude, if you're gonna do this, at least give me a new trophy list to complete." Yeah, <laughs> that's really interesting. You're, you're really just give, it, it. It's if it's the same trophy list, it's the same game. Like, fuck out of here with that. It's the same fucking game. Yeah. So, um, kind of wild. We'll see where that goes. I mean, ultimately, this is a game that you're going to have to pick up the, like, ultimate, yeah, the ultimate edition anyway, I guess, to play next gen. That's the yeah. big like, deal. part of me now doesn't I mean, honestly, they, the they have edition. to give it out. I mean, like, this is going to be so bad for their PR. 
Like, I'm, I'm not paying extra money to play it on another console. I haven't even I bought got Ultimate the Edition yet, and I really don't want to now because of this. It's fucked up. Like, yeah, they're, they're completely blowing any goodwill that they had. And it's gonna fall back and hurt Remedy. You know it will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're screwing the people that were the diehard fans. Like, not the diehard fans, because those guys are going to buy it. Like, I feel like the diehard fans look yeah, at it as... They'll, they'll buy it anyway. Here's the big deal. I, I'm a huge Remedy fan, and I loved Alan Wake. I yep. wanted to play Control, and I still have a sealed copy of Control I've been waiting to crack open for so long. But once they confirmed Alan Wake content, like Crossover coming, they sold me so hard on it. And I was about mm. to drop money on the Ultimate Edition, and then this all happened. Yep. And now I was like, I mean... I can still pay 40 bucks for the Ultimate Edition, which is fine. But I also don't want to now because I don't want to give 505 my money if they're going to be pricks. Sure. Crazy. Um, but Pretty weird. the bigger news is, hey, what is going to be upgrading? And I, I just grabbed this list from uh, Push Square. Um, it has a list of basically the PS4 to PS5. You can see a lot of these going from, you know... Um, Xbox, you know, for Xbox as well. Um, but uh, pretty decent amount of games here that yeah, and are they're showing the differences too. So you what? They're showing they show some of the differences on there too. Like if you're going from 30 frames to to 4K or to 60 or or yeah. to 120 and all the different options there. So it's it's really mm -hmm. neat. Yeah. Um, so they had a great list. Uh, you know, some of the bigger ones that I think people will be playing right away. You know, definitely Cyberpunk. I think Destiny, Destiny 2 too. is going to have yeah. a huge amount of people. Um, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, even um, like even Madden. You know, those football fans will be able to jump over NBA. Ah, yes. Did you hear about the uh, free upgrade for Witcher 3? <laughs> yeah, ah, yes. we, we talked about Why that not? last week. Let's just keep too. doing it, folks. Oh, That's Monster so Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. I did not know was getting it. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, that game is an amazing, amazing uh, platformer, uh, very okay. like Metroidvanian style. It's already beautiful. Going to 4K and 120 frames, that game is going to be goddamn gorgeous. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, even Marvel's Avengers, which I do hope continues to grow. I know it's like, like let's with like right now it's kind of like yes, let's shit on it. Um, but I do hope this game continues to grow. I'd like to see um, just more of this. I want a good uh, like service-style Marvel game. Yeah. So, you know, you'll even be able to get that one. So, uh, But yeah, check out that list. You can check that out uh, over on uh, Push Square's website. Um, but that's pretty much the show. Um, you know, running through a ton of stuff this week. Uh, next week, I don't think will be any less light since we have the Night City Wire 3, we have the Sony event, um, and of course, that's not even considering things that are, you know, unforeseen. So, um, do you guys have any predictions for something we might see during Sony's thing? That way we can lock them down on audio here for the file, and then next week we can't call each other liars. PS5 is going to be $900. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that. Oh, God damn it. And it doesn't come with any controllers. I wish they waited to make that uh, solid gold uh, PlayStation Ooh, yeah. announcement. 
Because that would have been a funny That's one. the worst thing that's ever happened. I love uh, it, though. The 24 karat gold PS5 is ridiculous. $10,000, man. Oh, God Christ. Not a fan. Um, and I, you drop it on the floor on the way in. <laughs> I'm looking forward to games that we haven't been told about yet. Because um, you know we're going to have more IPs announced. Because that's kind of what Sony's always been waiting to bring to us is games. Um, that's one thing that during all of this Xbox talk we had, we still didn't really get, except for, yeah, Game Pass, play all these games. Play yeah. all of which games is yeah, the big I, thing. I agree. I think Sony is going to focus more on, you can play this here, and this is going to be the only place you can play that. Or it's like, hey, look at this really big thing, it's going to look great on our console. Um, Final Fantasy. You think there's going to be a Final Fantasy? I saw rumor floating around that Final Fantasy 16 might be a thing. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics. I would love to see more tactics, but I, I honestly, I, I super think that it's about time we hear about the next Final Fantasy game. How long ago was 15? Uh, uh, great question. I don't remember 15 anymore. Original announcement was Final Fantasy Versus 13, so 2008 One. maybe? <laughs> One. <laughs> So yeah, we had like way it was way back for Final Fantasy, and then Final Fantasy fifteen finally came out like four years ago, three three or four years ago now. I hope um, they don't announce it and then make us wait twelve years again. Uh, like, that, and then of course we have Final Fantasy remake or Final Fantasy seven remake part two. Um, yeah. So we are waiting on both of those still. So um, I've heard a little rumor, um, and we talked about it. We touched base on it, I think, once a few episodes ago. Um, but imagine, uh, you know, they're doing a, um, you, you, you notice it's immediately a Grand Theft Auto title and, uh, it's a little more, uh, Miami looking and they show Final Fantasy VI and then this VI changes to Vice. Hmm. I'm thinking that's, that's going to happen. I would, I... They've, they've copyrighted both Grand Theft Auto, or yeah, um, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, did I say Final Fantasy? Yeah, you did. Know. My bad. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, yeah, Grand Theft Auto 6, and that says Vice. Um, but uh, yeah, they've copyrighted both um, Grand Theft Auto uh, 6 and then Grand Theft Auto, uh, I think, Vice City Online. So it's hard to tell what direction they're going with that, but it well, would be cool. The six could definitely become Vice. So, remember how the last PlayStation video started up, which mm. was, "Oh my God, guys, this is going to be GTA Six. Look, guys, uh-huh. there's one GTA Five footage. They're going to show us GTA Six. They're going to show us it's GTA Five. It's GTA Five. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that they'll show anything, but that's something that I think down the line. But I mean, it would be cool if they got like a teaser, you know, something small. Something that they've been working on. I'm super excited. Um, Just to excite people. Yeah. I'm excited, and I might seriously hop on Twitch and just live stream my reaction to watching the the Sony videos when they go live. Nice. Yeah. Um, I I think price-wise, I think we're going to look at the exact same. Uh, I think think that I don't... I I think we'll see a small price difference on the digital versus physical. Yes. Um, I don't know how big of a difference it'll be, because storage size is already confirmed to be the same. Um... There are yeah. some. Uh, there were already some leaks out there with the box contents, so yeah. um, we already know what's going to be coming in them. So I don't think that's going to be too big of a shocker there. 
price though, I really think I think five hundred. I really do. Yeah. If they want to be aggressive, four hundred, they will sell so, so fucking many, but they will yeah. lose so much money. But Sony has already shown us before they're fine with losing money. Yeah. If, yeah. if they can cut that cost and they can say, oh, and by the way, you can pre-order our system on this date, cutting the Xbox date, and by the way, it's coming out on this date, even if they can cut it by a day on the official release, that's a Sony move. That's I, a dickhead Sony move for sure. And I also think that they could totally afford to do a to do, to do the all-digital way cheaper because if, even if it's the exact same hardware, they could sell it for 100 or, 200, or 150 bucks cheaper but they're, they're, they're making up that money hand over fist on the digital content. Even if they made it $50 cheaper. Well, I mean, no, they could they could literally afford to go like one or one fifty cheaper because think of it this way. You can't buy digital Sony games through third parties anymore. You can only buy them through Sony. Yeah. So it is 100% Sony making that money at that point. Yeah. So they could afford a huge loss on an all-digital PS5 because they're making back money hand over fist when it comes to like they've got you by the balls when you're buying their games that way and it's, I, I don't like saying it that way but it's true and then you're just buying all of it digitally it doesn't matter you're still getting this you're, you're probably going to buy it digital anyway and you're even with a disc if it's on a good enough sale yeah yeah but I, and definitely I, I don't know I, I'm still really hard in that camp of Sony's working with Epic. Like, why would Epic attack Apple when they don't have a streaming service? Right? Because they can. It, exactly, because they can. Or because they have some, like, ulterior motives. Epic's never been, uh... Mm. Epic has never been one to fight to stay in the good public public image. Um, they've been hated on by enough people for enough different things. Um, this is just this was a really big move on their part and a really crazy move. I want to see how the rest of it plays out, but I, I'm yeah. really excited for Wednesday. And, yeah, I'm, uh, I am. I'm super I am, feeling that it's like, man, I don't know why, but them teaming up with you know Sony and Epic to create a streaming service that they can put out there to people. To they've already they're already partnered with Epic in a lot of ways. Look at how much free content we get for game, for uh, Fortnite. Um, yeah, just for being PlayStation Plus members. My God, could you even imagine though, like Epic giving out all of these games over and over again, and then as well Sony's uh, PlayStation Plus. What if Sony comes up and just says, "Hey, one big thing, we're gonna stop requiring PlayStation Plus." <laughs> That's just back. Let's just backpedal an entire generation and cripple our think, servers. Yeah, I don't see that. I think they're gonna. I don't know if they'll double down on it. I think they're gonna be like, "Hey, this is going to be more expensive," but. If they end up going that route of like a streaming service, hey, this is going to be more expensive, but you're going to get all of this. And I, I imagine they'll have the exact same kind of financing options through. I hope. I hope financing options are a thing. I hope they're working with somebody on it. Um, yeah. Rumor is that some retailers are going to be looking at financing options outside of the normal. So uh, we'll find out when the time comes for all that. Um, I'm just excited for this past week plus the new coming week is going to be a huge, huge thing for us. Yeah. Um, it, it's going to be nuts. Uh, I hope everybody is able to jump onto our Facebook and, and Twitter and everything else and just tell us the excitement they're experiencing when these things start and when these announcements start coming. I'm not yeah. going to be surprised at all if it starts Tuesday night with things getting leaked early. Yeah, exciting times, folks. Um, 
as always, you know, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you guys joining us each and every week. Um, you can as well join us over on social media, facebook.com backslash Um We talk about almost pretty much everything over there first, so you can join that conversation. Um, and then as well, so you know when we go live uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. on Twitter. Um, again, thanks for joining us. I'm one of your hosts, Nice Warm. With me as always, Filter Cord. <laughs> and Johnny Riot saying goodbye, everybody.